This is About Men Radio. It's not about all men, just us men. Do I need a privacy screen? A privacy screen. <laughs> We're going to have a checkup now. Is that the thing? <laughs> a privacy screen. A little, let me, let me, seems let me a little, that sounds naughty. That's it. Let me, really let me, let me put on this glove here. There we go. We need As a privacy a, to, screen. Turn, turn your head and cough. So what the heck are we talking about this week? This week, this month? Because we're going to show like right monthly. Right now. Right now. What are we talking about right now? Have you seen Wonder Woman? I have. I thought it was fantastic. Wasn't it? I thought it was fantastic. My daughter loved it too. Yes. I mean, awesome. I specifically wanted, we, it was sort of like a daddy daughter type thing. Okay. Because she wanted to see it. I was concerned about the violence, but it wasn't too bad. No, actually the, uh, the, the violence, I mean, compared to some- It was cartoon violence. It was comic book violence. Compared to some like other superhero movies, I mean, like the, you know, Superman, I mean- Come on. She does worse to her brother. Let's just yeah, put right. it that yeah, way. She's like okay. the atomic knee kick. And, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she goes on the ropes and jumps off, yeah, you know, like please. Mickey Rourke style. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I haven't taught her purple nurples. Do you remember purple nurples? I remember purple Hermans. Purple Hermans. What and are purple, purple, Herman. purple Hermans and red Alberts were, you know, like. Oh, I think we're talking about the same thing, same but thing. I'm kind of like. Is that like, like Indian sunburn? Yeah, so that's a little yeah bit exactly. You kind of grab the nipples and uh, twist them. Uh, the, you got to see the visuals here. Yeah. I'm not taking my shirt off. I'm aroused. Yeah, there you go. That's good. That's good. That's nice. Suddenly the show got weird. <laughs> that didn't take long. I don't know how we got to purple nurples, though. Uh, I, oh, you're talking about wrestling moves. That's what it wrestling was. Wrestling moves, yes. right. And your daughter does, does yes. worse to your, yeah, she to your son. To my son, yes. But the thing that I was impressed so much, not only by the movie and the storytelling and the visuals, mm. and I mean, it was just, I mean, from really start to finish, it was, it was so terrific. But the thing that I, among the things I appreciated was the role uh, played by a strong woman, a female leading character mm -hmm. who was not, you know, the typical damsel in distress. Right. She was large and in charge. Yes, and, indeed. And she just like, now there's a debate about whether you pronounce it Gadot or Godot. A Gail Gadot, I think is what I'm told. Gadot? Gadot. All right, well, we'll go with Gadot. Like, like, like you know, Sadat. Sadat, okay. Um, but Gail Gadot just like owned that movie. She was great. She's great casting. Now, I remember when they first cast her for the for the role, and people were complaining she was too thin, she was too this. Really? Oh yeah, back uh, a couple of years ago, right before the Batman movie. Oh, before well, Batman versus Superman. Because the truth is, like, this had not really been a much on my radar. Because okay, all right, full disclosure, I'm like burnt out of superhero movies. Yeah, of course. Okay, we like, the, about like that, yeah, yeah, I'm just like you know the whole Marvel thing. I like the last decent superhero movie I saw was either Ant Man, which was kind of a one off, which was a lot of fun. But really, for me, you got to go back to like Iron Man, the first one to find something. I like Deadpool. Did you see Deadpool? Deadpool was great. Yeah, but that, again, like that Deadpool. was sort of like a one-off thing. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and like yeah. kind of the continuum of things, it's sort of like, yeah, yeah. that was terrific. But the rest of them, like the Age of Ultron and, and Civil War oh, and Captain America. They're so and ponderous. And and it's, it's like, like oh, oh, they're so overdone on, and yeah. just like so much testosterone and, you know, it's just like, just get it's over ridiculous. your damn stuff. But the thing was so great was not only was this a female-directed movie, mm -hmm. not only has it done BAFO, in the, the box office, terms, yeah. in the box office, right, but it passed with flying colors, the so-called Bechtel test, mm -hmm. you know, that they was, here was all these women who are portrayed as strong leading ladies who don't have to have a love interest right. in order to have some kind of validation or right. um, have some kind of credibility, uh, so to speak. And it got me thinking, this is a conversation that my wife and uh, Meg and I have quite often, and, and we've sort of touched on this in the show in the past, and that is about women in Hollywood, mm -hmm. how... 
partly kind of in front of the camera and behind the camera, how they're depicted in front of the camera and what right. roles they have or not. And, you know, in the case in point, we often talk about is Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, right? So she was, last big movie she might have been in, might have been um, Hannibal Lecter. Uh, or no, maybe Panic Room. Panic Room, I would Panic, say. But yeah. the, the point is like, you know. She so had she, that sci-fi one. Oh, uh, Contact, I Contact, think, right? Yeah, right, which right. I don't know how well it did. But the point is like, she's doing more stuff behind the scenes, directing and whatever. And the and my wife's theory is that basically once you, if you're a woman in Hollywood, once you basically hit like 30, 35, you're washed up. You right. know, you're, like, past the, you're past the fuckability quotient. Yeah, right. right. It's, it's like, like, uh, like we, Amy Schumer. We, we, we talked about this, yeah. the uh, last fuckable day right. uh, uh, thing. And, you know, but I, I'm wondering whether this might signal some turning of the tide. I doubt it. It is Hollywood. But I will say, though, that I think it's a step in the right direction. I okay. mean, and it's funny, though. Wonder Woman was not really the first movie to present these strong characters. There's been a series of them coming out. Mockingjay, what is it? The, uh, the Oh, like, sure, right. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence right. in uh, The Hunger Games. Right. Absolutely. And then uh, the couple of movies with Scarlett Johansson. She just did the, the anime one that got, had a lot of controversy. Right, right, right. But I think the character of Wonder Woman is so iconic and so beloved that it was important for them to get this right. And they did. And they did. Let's be blunt. They got an, in, an incredibly beautiful woman to play. Oh, she's Wonder like iridescent. Woman. It's right. almost unbelievable. Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't like they got a big, beefy pro wrestling woman right. to play the role because in some iterations of Wonder Woman, there have been varying degrees of what she looks like. Right. I don't know. It's a step in the right direction. I don't necessarily believe that beyond this, it's going to make that much of a difference. The thing about a comic book movie is that comic book lovers mm -hmm. have already accepted the character of Wonder Woman. So, I mean, I don't know how this is going to play outside of... Oh, kind of, of a more mainstream audience? Right, exactly. Oh, interesting. Exactly. Okay. Now, if there was an action film... Right. If there was a movie sort of like whatever, in, you know, like a Fast and Furious or whatever, if instead of casting The Rock as the lead in an action movie, you cast a woman in the lead, then we're making progress. Well, I mean, did you see uh, Fury Road? Well, yes. Uh, you mean Mad Max? Yeah, Mad Max. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like that was... Furiosa? For, oh, my yeah. God. That I, was... I said, that's a perfect example. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, she was the badass in I mean, that, movie. that was... Mad Max was... You know, the afterthought. Right, exactly. And that, in a similar way, Chris Pine in Wonder Woman, right. he was not the quote-unquote leading man in the conventional sense. He was more right. almost a secondary character. He played the female character. Yeah, exactly. Let's be blunt. He, he played the female like, character. You know, was, and Steve Trevor, that character, has always been that. That was the beauty of it. Okay. That in comic book lore, Steve Trevor was... The female character. Oh, see, okay, I'm not that familiar book. with the with the with the the lore about it, but the, you know, but the other fascinating thing about this is, unfortunately, it both the casting, as you alluded to, in terms of the criticism that Gail Gadot uh, endured, but also this has just brought out like a bunch of like troll idiots oh, and misogyny. Yeah, and and th this is the this is I don't know if you or before it opened before it opened. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And this is I I mean this is one of the best stories. Uh, I mean, if I can use that term, is um, in Austin, Texas, mm -hmm. there was a movie house that was going to have, on the opening night, an exclusive female audience. People could reserve tickets. They just had to identify as female. It's going to be an all-female crowd. People were really into it. But some guy wrote this nasty gram to the mayor <laughs> saying, you know, I hope every man will boycott 
Austin and do what he can to diminish Austin and to cause damage to the city's image. The theater that pandered to the sexism typical of women will, I hope, regret its decision. He goes on and on and on. He says, you know how if Austin does not host a men-only counter-event, I will never visit Austin and will welcome its deterioration. (laughs) And I will never forget that Austin is best known for, he goes on about all this, right? And don't bother to respond because I'm sure your cowardice will generate nothing worth reading. So the mayor responds, and I'm going to read this in full because it's really excellent. Good. Right? And he, he addresses it, dear, and I will just omit, omit the guy's name. I'm writing to alert dear you. Dear doofus. Yeah, right. You know, douche nozzle. Douche nozzle. Dear Mr. Douche nozzle, I'm writing to alert you that your email account has been hacked by an unfortunate and unusually hostile individual. Please remedy your account security right away, lest this person's uninformed and sexist rantings give you a bad name. After all, we men have to look out for each other. Can you imagine if someone thought that you didn't know women could serve in our combat units now without exclusion? What if someone thought you didn't know that women invented medical syringes, life rafts, fire escapes, central and solar heating, a wartime communication system for radio-controlling torpedoes that lay the technological foundations for everything from Wi-Fi to GPS and beer? And I hesitate to imagine how embarrassed you'd be if someone thought you were upset that a private business was realizing a business opportunity by reserving one screening this weekend for women to see a superhero movie. You and I are serious men of substance with little time for the delicate sensitivities displayed by the pitiful creature who maligned your good name and sterling character by writing that abysmal email. I trust the news that your email account has been hacked does not cause you undue alarm and wish you well in securing your account. And in the future, should your travels take you to Austin, please know that everyone here is welcome, even people like those who wrote that email, whose views are an embarrassment to modernity, decency, and common sense. Yours sincerely, Steve Adler. Golf I mean, clap. yeah, yeah. I mean, nice. he owned well that. He well owned played. that that asshole. Well played. Yeah. Well played. And you know the response in classic troll style would be, fuck you. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, asshole. But I mean, you know, and I mean, major props to the mayor. I mean, I, I, that, that was, was well just played. like, I, I mean, it just could not be more brilliant unless maybe perhaps if it was written by Justin Trudeau who, you know, right. he's having a moment in the sun. For just, Is he? Has he? he? He just constantly keeps showing up places and like, you know, the women are, I, you know, look, not for nothing, but I, I want my wife to look at me the way women look at Justin Trudeau. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. pretty hot. Yeah, he is. I, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, I, and he's I, smart and he's young. He's young. And, and he runs a country. You know, I'm like, look at, you see the bromance between him and Macron, you know? Oh, what about him and Obama? Yeah. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. They I were mean, just having dinner the yeah, other I mean, day. Yeah, like, like bros, like just hanging out, having a know. sandwich. I'm, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting jealous. You're here. getting jealous. Hey, what about our bromance? That's true. That's true. We got a bro. We got a we, thing. We do. We got a thing going on. Come on. Me and Mr. Melly. <laughs> Mr. Melly, Mr. Now Melly, it's my Mr. turn to Melly, be uncomfortable. Mr. Melly. <laughs> so let me throw some other facts and figures at totally you. Totally ignoring the I'm totally, I'm just totally, moving, I'm just I moving along. Yeah. He's I mean, you can go back to playing your uh, purple nurples there. Yes, right? exactly. Hello. <laughs> oh. Come in, Swindon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all no the ships at sea. Yes. So this is actually fascinating. And, you know, going back to the whole conversation about women and how they're depicted in Hollywood and right. what their what their roles are. The Gina Davis Institute on Gender and Media. Gina it, Davis? Gina like Davis. The actress Gina yeah, Davis? Yeah, the, the one and only. She, she was like an <sighs> Olympic archer back in the day. So, no, not archery. Well, she did, uh, maybe it was archery and no, I think she, she did archery. triathlon too. Yeah, no, I don't know no, about not triathlon. triathlon. What is it, pentathlon? Pentathlon, right. Is that the one, the skiing and... and, and skiing and shooting? And I shooting? don't know what it is. Gorgeous. Just absolutely. Gorgeous. Oh yeah, no, she's she's oh. yeah, she's she's stunning. Yeah, yeah. I want to sing to her now. 
You do. Anything to her? Oh, so I'm going to get jealous now. Yeah, of course. This there is you go. great. Okay, well, you're going to make a love ballad to her. You spurned my advances. Hey, watch that. You're going to clean off the microphone now, there pal. There you go. Anyway, this institute examined 5,554 distinct speaking characters right. in 122 family movies that were rated G, PG, or PG-13 between 2006 and 2009. Mm-hmm. Okay? Three years. Okay. Guess what percentage were female characters who had those speaking lines speaking characters like distinct speaking characters I gotta say it's gotta be like 55 uh, 45% 29% 29% like less than little less than a third that's not good that's not good and the way the way they expressed this was there were 2.42 male characters for every female one wow that's a lot of thick swing that's a that's a (laughs) That's, that's a lot yeah. of peni. A lot of sausage. It's the sausage fest in Hollywood. What's going on? The, the New York Times actually put this really well. Is it put another way, there was Harry and Ron, and then there was Hermione. Right. The smartest girl in the class. Hermione ruled, but not nearly enough. Very true. I thought that was great. Very nice. Very but no, nice. I mean, you're, you're a dad of a daughter. Yes. In terms of society and in terms of what the norms are that are depicted in our culture, TV, movies... Do you wrestle with this? Do you have like an awareness of this as an issue? Every single day. Absolutely. Every single day. Absolutely. What sort of role models do you turn to or what, how do you try to shape this for her so it's not a distorted view? You know what? I stay away from TV and most visual mediums because it's difficult. It really is. That's why the Wonder Woman thing was so important because it is a strong female character. It's an iconic character. Not only is she kick ass, but... She doesn't need a man in her life to define who she is. Right. I, it's it's difficult. I'm sure other parents have struggled with this and have figured out a better way of dealing with it. But, you know, then again, you got to mix in the whole Latino thing and I got to deal with my parents and her, her grandparents on the other side about, oh, you know, little girls shouldn't do this and blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, yeah. we don't want her to have Barbies because of the imagery and all that stuff, but they got bar. You know what I'm saying? So Right. But by the same token, like thing you're, too. you're, you know, your in-laws or her grandparents wouldn't want her necessarily to be, you know, rough and tumble or, you know, playing exactly. in the dark, so to speak. For instance, her grandma on her mom's side insisted that she shouldn't play basketball because she'll get too tall for a girl. Oh, wow. Right. Hold on. That one had to sink in for a second. (laughs) She would get too tall. Yeah, she still insists by by playing basketball. By dint of playing basketball. She would get too tall. Well, I hear you were telling me like like an elbow, you know, oh, for a girl, right? I hear you were telling me she's going to get an elbow to the face Mm -hmm. or, you know, hurt Mm -hmm. herself or something. Softball? Is that okay? Softball is not okay. That's not okay either? Makes you a lesbian. Holy shit. Yeah. That, wow. was, that might have been my mom. <laughs> no, I think that might have been my mom or dad. I'm pretty sure. I'm not, I don't remember who, but it was one of the grandparents. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty rough stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the stuff. It's a cultural thing, too. You got to deal with that stuff, too. So so do you steer her to, like, is there, um, like, a series of uh, books or literature? I don't literature? steer her to anything. I let her make decisions. I ask her what she wants, why she wants it. If she's cool with it, mm-hmm. don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise. Yeah. That's why my little girl, she's 11 years old now. She's a complete little nerd, a little athlete, a little nerd. Mm-hmm. She's a little girl. Right. Took her to the park the other day with her brother, and there was a group of girls about her same age dressed in like, you know, tight clothing, the whole nine yards, flirting with boys. And then I look at my little girl and not casting judgment. Right. But I see my little girl 
these kids are like being all moody and stuff, sitting on a bench, you know, listening to rap and all this stuff. And my girl's being a little girl playing and having fun with her brother. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, right. You know, I'm okay. And I'm not casting judgments. You know, other people's experiences are other people's experiences. But seeing my daughter being a little tomboy, running around, having fun, that was more important to me and more striking to me than seeing these little kids sitting on a bench trying to act older than they were. And, and not older, like, you know, I mean, I don't imagine they've got nail polish on and makeup. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, I they were corrected. tricked out, man. Tricked out. Tight jeans, tight tops, crop tops. Jesus. Nails. The whole 11 years old? They looked to be about her, her age. 11, Moses. 12, 13. Wow. Around those ages. But again, you know what? That's their, that's the way they're raised. I can't pass judgment. But it was more important to me. And it made me feel like I was doing the right thing seeing my daughter having a proper childhood. Yeah. Still at 11. That's, actually, that's, well, that's great. I mean, and, and she certainly is very self-directed and she's, yeah. you know, smart as a whip. I mean, thank God she's got her mom's brain. Yes, she know. does. <clears throat> that's, um, thank God. But, you know, actually, it's funny you mentioned about princess, the whole, mm -hmm, the whole mm -hmm. princess thing. This is actually also fascinating. I, I, this was also coming from an account out of the, the New York Times from a couple of years ago. If you took Princess Leia out of the original... Star Wars trilogy. We we shall not speak of the prequels. There will be no female characters. This is this is stunning. Okay, this is stunning. So the original trilogy was 386 minutes. If you took Princess Leia, Carrie mm -hmm. Fisher, out of that equation, the entire speaking time for female characters would amount to just a little over a minute. Right, Mon Mothma. She would have been the only one. Yeah, you know, and I don't even know if In that includes movie. aliens. I mean... So, yeah, how can you tell? Yeah. Can't really tell. Yeah. 63 seconds out of 386 minutes. And that was, I bet you any amount of money that was all Mon Mothman in the third movie. And was that... Uh, she was sort of the uh, the the general. The, the, the right. It was that the one where all the the uh, the Bothans, she was in, the, yeah, the, the exactly, Bothans uh, exactly. died. For she Rogue. was in Rogue One. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, that is amazing. That's unbelievable. But, and, and this also blew me away. Even Disney... Now, here you think Disney is, you know, Cinderella, Sleeping yeah. Beauty. I mean, okay, grant you it's like, you know, it's it's overdone. But, you know, leading characters. No. Even in Frozen, okay, you know. Frozen? Goes, Frozen, I know. Check, check this out. Frozen, the male characters got almost 60% of the lines. Get out of here. I couldn't believe it. Wow. I mean, and there was, there, there's a movie ostensibly that was supposed to, you know, uh, resonate with with girls and the whole, uh, wow. you know, kind of, I, I, I can't even remember the plot of the movie now. It was sort of a princess uh, fairy tale thing. Yeah, it was, it, right? yeah. yeah okay. Sure. So, I mean, but even there, it was like 60, almost 60%. That's amazing. You know, it's absolutely now, amazing. now I will say, I mean, go back to our earlier uh, point about the, the, the leading female roles. I mean, I think, now I'm not a fan of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't understand it. You know, whatever. But I know there are some, there are several strong female leading characters in that. There's some lady who leads the dragon. Yeah, or something. Sir, uh, yeah, that's uh, Daenerys. Targaryen, yeah, right. And then there's. I Cersei. mean, she looks like she could. Uh, yeah, you know. but also, you know, there's like naked hotties all over the place on that show. So it's kind of oh, like, okay. So it kind of cancels each other yeah, out. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, there's like hoes, like you know, turning tricks and doing all sorts of acrobatics in the bed. Oh, I see. So okay, so maybe like, that might not be the best example then. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, I will say I'll just go back to the to the Wonder Woman movie because in addition to Gail Gadot, mm -hmm. there is um, Robin Wright. Robin who, Wright, yeah, who is like completely kick ass. And also, Robin Wright, of course, plays a very strong female leading character in House of Cards. Yeah, she plays the Clinton. 
Clinton, the the Hillary you know, Clinton type role. Yeah, yeah, but even like it's. I mean, she's pretty. She's pretty hard edge, you know. But I mean, it's just. I don't Wait, know. I mean, I guess Clinton wasn't. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Although I don't know that she went around plotting. Well, maybe she did. I don't hey, know. Hey, hey, it depends on what conspiracy website you go to. Yeah, that's right. Depends. Conspiracy.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, like, and I think to your point, and maybe this is a little bit Pollyannish on my part, to think that this might mark the uh, the beginning of a turning point mm-hmm. in in the way Hollywood thinks. I mean, you know, listen, I mean, it was, what, two years ago? Was Oscar so white? You know, there yeah. was a backlash about that. I don't know. Maybe this might be some signifying, you know, put put some kind of flag in the ground for, for women directors. Hopefully, and because roles. as far as leading roles go, I had my hopes on Ghostbusters, the remake. Oh. We talked about this on the show, yeah, I think, too, yeah. about the heat that the characters were getting. Which was ridiculous. That, oh, just totally ridiculous. And I think it actually hurt the box office. I want to say it, it seems to me like it did. I really enjoyed that. Movie. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. I, I had a really blast. enjoyed it very much. But see, that's the type of stuff. Melissa McCarthy, I think, is the perfect example of someone who could change the paradigm in Hollywood. She's not a traditional beauty. She's not a cookie cutter Barbie right. doll. But she can carry a movie and make hundreds of millions of dollars just on her talent alone. Someone like that could change the paradigm in Hollywood. Yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily, I, I mean, I love the fact that the Wonder Woman movie is doing fantastically well and that it has done its part in helping little girls like my daughter enjoy and see a role model. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the Melissa McCarthy's in Hollywood that will make a difference. Yeah. I mean, because actually what you're talking about is more sort of almost like a, kind of a shotgun approach as opposed to a magic bullet kind right. of a thing. Exactly. That, you know, rather than having one tremendous summer blockbuster, ten-pole movie like Wonder Woman, if you have five, say, smaller but successful both artistically and commercial movies. Exactly then that that moves the needle perhaps further. Absolutely. I would want more Melissa McCarthy's, maybe less Wonder Woman's. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I follow you. I follow you. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, like I said, I, uh, this is a conversation that my, my wife and I have often, and I, I will admit that I've sort of come around in my thinking about this in the sense that I used to poo-poo the idea that, oh, you know, I mean, actresses, you know, well, you know, look at so-and-so, and she's still doing da-da-da. And then Meg would often correct me and say, well, no, she's not she's not as active in front of the camera. She's doing stuff. She's doing writing right. or producing or, you know, directing because, again, at a certain point, I mean, you know, men can sort of age into a, a role or, you know, be uh, somehow forgiven if they get older, but a woman is supposed to be like sort of frozen in time from like when she's 25 forward. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the conversation is saying. I don't know, 15 years when mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence is, I don't know, probably in her early or mid forties, I guess. I don't even right. know how old she is now, but right. you know, whether the attitudes will have changed at that point will be less judgy about mm. an actress's looks as opposed to her, her acting chops. Cause it always drives me crazy when I see a movie like last year, there was a Robert De Niro movie. Mm-hmm. He played a stand-up comedian. I never saw the movie, but it was like, from what I understand, he played a stand-up comedian who ran into trouble and got his star fell and whatever, and he was attempting a comeback. Now, Robert Daniel was 70-something years old, mm. right? He looks great. You know, God bless. But he's the leading man in a role, and we're supposed to believe that this 70-year-old, 75-year-old guy, whatever he is, that a 40-year-old woman falls in love with him. Oh. 
that's just stretching it well, a it's little like, that's bit. Like, um, you know what I mean? That, I can't think of the name of the movie, but uh, with that Jack Nicholson and um, uh, Mad About You Lady. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, damn it, I can't think of the woman's, the actress's name. H- Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Hen- Helen Hunt, who... God bless her. She's a fantastic looking woman. No, absolutely. I mean, and, and she's she's great. I mean, she's you know, I mean she's great actress a, too. Great actress. She's a lot, you know, I mean, she was great mad about you and and you know, and you're supposed to like believe that she's gonna fall for the likes. I mean, I mean, I don't even know what the age difference would be, but just even like it was big. It, it was like, yeah, it was vast. Yeah. And it's just but now, now if you did that in reverse. Let's say if you had, um, they never, they would never make a movie, or it would be a French movie. Yeah, <laughs> it would never be made in America. Yeah, let's put it that way. I, I'm trying to think like what you know, uh, uh, an actress who would be seen as uh, sort of you know outside of her outside of her prime, and I'm I, I can't I'm, I'm but I'm still coming. looks good. Yeah, who still looks good? Catherine Deneuve. Yeah, Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren. Right. You know. Or you you have somebody who maybe is not as as uh, you know I'm thinking of somebody who might be like the the the, the female equivalent of Jack Nicholson who's like older and maybe not mm. as quite mm-hmm. put together. I see. And then like having some you know hot young guy. Chris Pine. What's that? Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris. It's just like you know, like you said, that it would commercially would be like make. nobody would buy it. Nobody. Well, well, people would probably see it, but Hollywood types wouldn't make it. Well, they would. Right. Yes. Exactly. They wouldn't. They and and so commercially, it would be like a a, a flop. Yeah. If it ever, even it ever saw the, you know, the light of screen to begin with. And, but like, you know, so right, right there is a built-in prejudice that like, oh, hey, you know, men can get whatever, you know, whatever women they want, no matter how old or how drunk and right. See, <laughs> falling apart they are. It's movies like that, that prove that Hollywood is still dominated and run by men. Mm. When they make movies like that, like some schlub gets a beautiful woman, like half his age. It's like, come on, man. That's a total wank fantasy. Yeah. I mean, totally. It's like some middle-aged guy who thinks he can still score with a 25-year-old. Right. That's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the opposite extreme, you have a, a, a movie that always graded on me, which was Pretty Woman. Oh, God, that was... Which was just so d- degrading and, and like... Completely offensive movie. It, really like... I mean, just like the worst. Yeah. It's like, wow, man. Seriously, I'm glad you're that you said it. Oh I, my we god, we never even talked about this before. No, but no, but I mean, I that, the same Jesus, way. that's got to be like I don't know, probably 25 years old now man, or something. See, but that that's, was just... that's a that's that's a, an example of how far we've come now to Wonder Woman. Yes, from that to this. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it is progress, but I think I think to your point earlier, I think we still got a, a long ways to go. Yes, but. we do. Well, I think. Uh, I th- I've talked myself pretty, out of court. I think you did. Yeah. I think you did. This is a pretty serious episode. Pretty, it is. We stayed on topic. We, no, stayed, we stayed on topic. I, we didn't curse too much. No dumb jokes. No dumb Not jokes. too many jokes. No, a couple of penis jokes. A couple but. of penis jokes, but, you know, they were warranted. Hey, you know what? And listen, I want to point out something to folks. You know, Pedro does a lot of the work on the, uh, well, actually does all the work on the, the podcast, on the sound. So, you know, we traditionally give a plug to the blog and everything. But, you know, if you haven't caught up on all the episodes, and there's there's dozens of episodes of the podcast. Yeah, there's at least 55. Yeah, 55. Double nickels, people. Yeah, that's 50, 55. No, I'm, yeah, 55, I think. 55. That'd yeah. be two fives. Yeah. 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 
I mean, catch up on these. Go back and listen to them. They're precious. I mean, they're great. They are. They're funny. They're funny, and you know, there's there's a lot of good material there. And tell your friends about it. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. That's gonna be my plug. And that's I, your I plug? just want to publicly thank you know Pedro for all the work he does with the yeah, with the podcast you. and the sound and making me sound you know just like uh, Marvin Gaye here. There you go. Nice. You got that voice. You got that FM radio voice. It's not as sexy as uh, Coach Sylvia. No, that's true. Definitely. That's true. He can say anything. I'm just a love machine. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> See, I sang you a love song. See, you went to the total... I just spit all over the you microphone. You just spit all over the microphone. Thank <laughs> you. On that note, why don't you take us out of here? All right, folks. Thanks very much for listening. You've been a great audience. God bless. Yeah.